Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina. I'm bringing you today's word for December 5th, 2022. Man, it's December already. We're going to close out the year strong. Let me start off by saying that December of 2022, right now, we're celebrating 25 years of today's word. December 1997 is when we started. December 2022 is where we are right now. 25 years of changing lives with the word of God for God's glory. I give God some praise for 25 years of today's word. If today's word has been a blessing to you, put something in the chat. And I thank God for you. I thank God for this ministry. To God be the glory. So I've been teaching a series entitled Pursuing Grace-Based Success. This is part 49. The title of today's message is Supernatural Success. I have so much to share with you in this morning that I need to get straight to it. I'm going to talk about Daniel and and, and the three Hebrew boys. Uh, and I'm telling you, when we get into this story, there's so much that we can learn and glean from it. Get ready to receive about supernatural success. Put it in the chat. Say, God makes me a supernatural success. All right, so let's go ahead and get ready for the word this morning. Listen, I have so much to cover. It's almost going to be like Bible study. It's almost like you're about to have a, a whole Bible study on a Monday morning before you go to work. You ready? All right, here we go. Ephesians 2, these are the foundational scriptures. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, I mean that you were saved by grace. All you did was believe, right? You didn't save yourself. It was a gift from God. God has provided eternal life to everyone everywhere. And those of us that receive the gift receive eternal life. So grace is a gift. All you do with the gift is receive it. You can't work for it, so you have nothing to boast about. So verse 9 says, you're not saved by the things you have done. What are you going to boast about? You can't boast. You didn't do anything. Verse 10 says, God has made us what we are. And in Christ Jesus, God made us a new creation so that we could spend the remainder of our days doing the good works that God had before ordained for us to do. Say this. Say, I have work to do. Put it in the chat. I have work to do. Why do I have work to do? Because there are good works that God ordained for me to do. God ordained for you to do. First Corinthians chapter one, verses 31, the Bible says, God has united you with Christ Jesus. Now for our benefit, God made him Christ Jesus to become wisdom itself. And God made us right with him because of Jesus. So I have access to wisdom and watch this. I'm the righteousness of God. Say, I'm the righteousness of God, right? So now, not only that, but then the text says that God made us pure and holy and freed us from sin. All of that was Jesus. None of that was us. We have nothing to boast about. If we're going to boast, we have to boast in the Lord. I'm not a self-made man. I'm a God-made man. Say amen to that. 2 Timothy 1 and 9 says, God saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our own works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. So he gave me an assignment and the grace for the assignment. He gave me a purpose and the grace for the purpose. He gave me both in Christ Jesus before the world began. And so now I'm walking out what God has deposited in. My life is all about the outworking of the internal. Say amen to that. All right, so now let's get to the, the scripture for today. Daniel chapter one, verses nine through 16. I'm gonna cover verse 17 in a minute. But Daniel chapter one, many of you know this story, the story of Daniel and the three Hebrew boys. But let me give you a little bit of context. And we're gonna talk about some things about today, how to experience supernatural success when you're taking a stand by faith. So I love the story of Daniel. 
Daniel refused the king's diet. He rejected the food and the wine that were given to him because of the Judaic law. Daniel had been selected, him and his friends, to go into this training program. And the training program required everybody in the program to eat a certain diet that was selected by the king. But this diet was violating the Judaic law. So Daniel was like, nah, I can't do that. So Daniel went to his master. He was a slave at the time. Uh, he was his, his people, the Israelites, were under the captivity of the Babylonians. And so he went to his master, Ashpenaz, and he says to Ashpenaz, listen, uh, if, if it's okay with you, I would like to eat something else. Now, under normal circumstances, wouldn't, this wouldn't be an issue, but Daniel was a slave. So rejecting this particular diet in this particular program was actually, could be taken as disrespect towards the king. And if it was dis disrespect to the king and the king's personal diet, then Daniel could be beheaded. He could be killed for doing so, right? So a refusal of this particular offer for this particular diet was a big deal. But the Bible says that God caused Ashpenaz, watch this, God caused Ashpenaz, the man in charge of all the officials, to be kind and loyal towards David. Another way of saying that is that God gave Daniel favor with Ashpenaz. Say this, say this, say the favor of God goes before me like a shield. When I'm working with people in corporate America, when I'm working with people in, in, in ministry and in 501c and nonprofit stuff, when I'm working with people, the Lord gives me favor with the people that I'm working with. So the Lord gave Daniel favor with Ashpenaz. And so once the favor of God goes before you, then, then people, watch this, God will move on their hearts and they will use their power, their ability, their influence, maybe even their money to help you in ways that you cannot help yourself. And they will help you and not even know why they're helping you. They will help. They will even say stuff like, I don't normally do this, <laughs> but they'll do it anyway. And so watch this. The, the Ashpenaz said to Daniel, he says, listen, I'm afraid of my master, the king. Now, the king ordered me to give you this food and drink. So if you don't eat this, then you're going to become weak and sick. You're going to look worse than all the other men that are your age. And if the king sees that you're weak and sick and that you're worse than everybody else, then he's going to get angry with me. And if he gets angry with me, then he can cut my head off and it's going to be your fault. So Ashpenaz was like, man, this is a big risk. You don't know King Nebuchadnezzar. King Nebuchadnezzar, he don't play around. And so if, if you guys are under my authority, my control, and if he sees that you're weak and, and he finds out that I, I allowed you not to eat the food that he said to eat, then man, I could, I could be beheaded and it would be your fault. And so Daniel was in a tough situation. Like Daniel didn't want to put Ashpenaz in this difficult situation, but he also didn't want to violate God. So sometimes the grace of God will keep you from a tough situation. Watch this. For those of you that are in a difficult situation right now, sometimes the grace of God will keep you right through it. So instead of keeping you out of it, God will bless you in it. Daniel came up with a plan. He said, okay, and this is what God will do. As we're seeking to close out 2022 and getting ready for 2023, God is going to give you a plan. God will give you wisdom and insight concerning how to do what you need to do to close 2022 out strong, head into 2023 strong. So God gave him a plan. He says, okay, listen, this is what we're going to do. Let's do a 10-day test. And so Daniel said to Ashpenaz, listen, me, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, those three boys, those were later known as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So he says, okay, me and my three friends, let's do a 10-day test. For 10 days, let us eat nothing but vegetables and drink water. So forget your food and forget your wine. Let us just eat 
we're going to go on a vegetarian diet and drink nothing but water for 10 days. And after the 10 days, what we want is an honest comparison between us, the Hebrews, and then everybody else. And so I want you to see for yourself who's going to look healthier. And then you decide who you want, you know, whether you want to treat us as your servants or not, then you decide. Give us 10 days of this particular diet. And when we eat this diet for 10 days, I'm telling you that we're going to look better than everybody else. We're going to look healthier than any everybody else. So everybody else that was in this special program started eating the other food and they ate vegetables and drank water for 10 days. Verse 17 says, God gave these four young men wisdom and the ability to learn different kinds of writing and science. Now, listen, here's what I love about the Lord. So not only did they say, no, we're going to do this thing as a physical thing, you know, a diet, but God said, not only am I going to make sure that they look healthier than everybody else, but, but watch this, God gave them wisdom and the ability to learn many different kinds of writing and science. And Daniel could also understand all kinds of visions and dreams. And so not only were they physically healthy, but they were operating on a level that far exceeded everybody else. So what does this mean for you today? I'm talking about supernatural success. You ready? Oh, we're about to go on a ride. I'm going to give you a bunch of boom, 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 eight things real quick. You ready? Here we go. Number one, living by faith. Watch this. Living by faith will put you in situations where you are totally relying on God. Now, I tell you, to live the life of faith, sometimes you're going to have to cross the faith line. Sometimes you're going to get out there so far that you're like, okay, God, if you don't show up, man, I'm in a lot of trouble. Daniel put his faith on the line. He said, listen, why don't you put me through a test? for 10 days. And after these 10 days, we're going to look better than everybody else. And when, when Ashmanaz agreed to it and he walked away, I could just imagine da Daniel say, okay, God, I done said it now. Oh my God, now you got to show up. We're going to eat these veggies. We're going to drink this water, but God, you got to make us look good. God, come on now. Hey God, I need you to show up. You ever been there where you're like, God, I need you to show up. I need you to show up and I need you to show up. When you got living by faith, God will put you in situations where you have to rely on him, where you are looking to God to manifest himself in a way that only he can't say amen to that. Number two, living by faith requires you to overcome fear, right? Say this, put this in the chat. Say fear has no power over me. Fear has no power over me. Here you got these four Hebrew boys. They're there and, 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 and Daniel's dealing with Ashpenaz, but Ashpenaz is scared of King Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar could have had all of them killed. And so sometimes for you to live by faith, you are going to have to make decisions that over in the face of fear, you have to overcome fear. Fear has no power over you. When you listen, the Bible says perfected love casts out all fear. When you are resting in the love of God, when you're believing God for him to do what he said he, he, that he would do in your life, then the love of God in your heart and you're resting in the love of God. Remember the highest form of faith is rest. When you enter into God's rest, when you're resting in the love of God, fear has no power over you. Daniel had to overcome fear in order to experience God's best. Number three, living by faith is exciting. Say exciting. It's exciting and it puts you in a position to know God through experiences. Put this in the chat. I know God through experiences. You can't just know God in a book. You can't, you can't just know God through Sunday morning and Wednesday night. You have to know God through real life. You can say that. I say this. Say, I know God through real life. Like, like you have to know God through real life experiences. Daniel's faith was not something he read about. Daniel's faith was not something he just talked about. Daniel put his faith on the line. He said, I want you to put us through a test. We're going to do these 10 days. And living by faith, that's how it is. And living by faith 
is excited. It, it should be excited. Why? Because you, you're out there like, oh my God, hey babe, guess what? We're going to believe God. We're going to sow this seed. We're going to stand in faith. We're going to take God public. We're going to, we're going to start this business. We're going to, we're going to send our kids here. We're going to, whatever it is that, and, and why? Because God is leading us to do it. And let's see what God is Man, this is going to be exciting. Let, let's see how God does it. Let's see what when God does it. Let's see. Man, matter of fact, babe, guess what? When God does it, Ephesians 3 20 says, I believe that God is going to blow our mind. When God finally does it, I believe that I have a picture of what it's going to look like when, when it's done. But when God does it, it's going to be exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or think or even imagine. These three boys, they were just thinking God thinking, well, God is going to give us physical health. God is going to make us look better than everybody else. But no, God went above and beyond. We serve a God that will go above and beyond. God gave them wisdom and insight and revelation and knowledge and understanding. They started understanding writings. They started understanding science. One of them was under, able to understand visions and dreams. Why? Because God will blow your mind. God will go exceedingly abundantly and above. Put it in the chat. Say, God goes above and beyond for me. God goes above and beyond. Everything I ask, everything I think, everything I even imagine, God goes above and beyond for me. I'm talking about supernatural success by the grace of God. I have to go fast today because I have a lot. Number four, to live by faith. Watch this. You got to tap into God's grace. And this has to be your lifestyle. Say this. Say, faith is my lifestyle. I'm living the life of faith. I'm living the life of grace. This is my lifestyle. This is how I live. I'm living this way every day of my life. Listen, God made plans for you from the foundations of the world. He made those plans by his unearned and amazing grace. God has already given you the grace to accomplish everything that he sent you to this planet to accomplish. But for you to do it, man, you're going to have to live by faith. For you to do it, you're going to have to stand. For you to do it, people are going to, you You have to be okay with being misunderstood. Like Ashpenaz was probably like, man, what's the big deal? You have to be okay with being misunderstood. When God tells you to do something and everybody else is doing it, and God says, no, don't do that. Don't do that. I need you to do it this way. And you go like, okay, hey, I'm going to, hey, why are you doing that? Well, I, I'm not going to, you know, everybody else is doing it, but no, I don't have a piece about it. What do you mean you don't have, I just don't have a piece about it. I'm not doing it. Everybody else is doing it. I'm not doing it. Why? Don't worry about it. I don't have a piece about it. And then when you have somebody you can talk to, man, God told me not to do it. God told me to go this way. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, let's pray. Let me set my faith. Listen, to live by faith it has to be your lifestyle. You have to be so conditioned to doing whatever God tells you to do, where going wherever he leads you to go, that, that you're not moved by anything else. You're only moved by God. Daniel put his faith into action when he asked for this 10-day test. Here's my question in this, in this fourth point. When was the last time you crossed the faith line like that? When was the last time you put your faith into action? When was the Listen, if you can't remember... When was the last time you stood in faith, you and your spouse, y'all believe God, you, you, you went out there, you took God public, you crossed the faith line at the risk of looking foolish. If you can't remember the last time, then it's been too long. Listen, this is how we're supposed to live. Say faith is my lifestyle. You got it? All right. Number five, to tap into the grace of God consistently, you got to develop a mindset of faith. Say this, say I have a mindset of faith. My mind is wired for faith. Just like, like, like this house is wired for electricity. My whole mindset is wired for faith. Let's think about this for a minute. Let's think about the situation. Daniel was minding his own business when his nation was overtaken by King Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonians. He did nothing wrong and he wound up as a slave. Then Daniel did nothing wrong when he was selected for this three-year training program where the king wanted these particular boys to go through this training program 
to become warriors and they're going through this program. And now because of the program, he's now submitted and subjected to the king's diet. And so then the king's diet is something that the Lord says, don't do it. Don't. And so everybody else is doing it, but the Lord says, no, you can't do it. I don't want you to eat that. Why? Because it will be, it will be violating me. There's some things that you have to have a personal conviction about some things. And so he's like, well, I'm not going to do it. So then he would, listen, nobody would have blamed Daniel if he would have just ate the, the food and drank the wine. Nobody would have blamed Daniel because people would have been like, hey, that's understandable. You know, Israel was under the captivity of the Babylonians and then, then Daniel was selected for this program. And, and so, so, so Daniel violated God's law, but that's okay because, you know, the circumstances and the situations, you know, Daniel could be beheaded if he went against the king. King Nebuchadnezzar is a hothead. You know, basically Daniel had an easy out. And sometimes the world will give you an easy out. They'll give you an excuse. Oh, you don't have to do it. It's okay. It's understandable. Listen, uh, uh, you don't want to give. You don't want to tithe. You don't want to sow. It's okay. I mean, I understand. God will understand, you know, the situation that you're in. God will understand your financial situation. Oh, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. Oh, well, it's okay. God will. No, there's some things that God will lead you to take a stand on. Like as a believer, you got to listen. Daniel made no excuses. He accepted no compromises. He offered no concessions. Daniel stood for God and he stood for God, period. As a believer, there are going to be times where you just got to take a stand. As a believer, there are going to be times where you can't just allow things. You can't be wishy-washy. You can't just go with the crowd. You can't just go with everybody else. You are a man of God. Say this. Say, I'm a man of God. If you're a woman, say, I'm a woman of God. Put it in the chat. Listen, you got to have a mindset of faith. I'm going to stand in faith without a doubt, without wavering. I'm not going to move from what God said to the left nor to the right. This is not what we're going to do. We're going to do things this way. Oh, no, but in corporate America, it's okay to do this and to do this. No, we're not doing it. And why? Well, no, in corporate, listen, stop. I'm not doing it. Why? God told me to start this business. We're going to do it this way. What? But listen, if you want to be successful, stop. I appreciate your input, but we ain't doing that. Why? Because I have a conviction about it. There's some things that you have to have. Listen, you want to be a success? You're going to have to have some personal convictions with God, with the Holy Ghost about some things and some things that are non-negotiables that you cannot move to the left nor to the right. Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. They took a stand for God and they experienced God's best. As a result, all of heaven had their back. Not only did God cause them to look healthier than everybody else who were were eating the king's diet, but God gave these four men wisdom and the ability to learn different kinds of writing and science. And he gave Daniel the ability to understand all kinds of visions and dreams. Say this, say, I take a stand. Sometimes you're going to have to take a stand and having done all to stand, you stand in faith. Number six, you don't have to compromise to get ahead. Say this, say it out loud. Say, I refuse to compromise. As a believer, you cannot, listen, one of the things I learned a long time ago is that you can't compromise. Craig Watts, Craig, you're on there, Craig 1000. Craig, you know one uh, one of my mentors. And uh, while I mentor you, you know one of my mentors. One of my mentors told me when I first became a warrant officer, hey, Rick, this is what you're going to do. When when, when we go TDY with the boss, when we go hang out, uh, we're on travel. This is how you really get close to these generals. This is how you're going to learn. We go to the bar and we sit at the bar and we drink some beers. Now, Rick, I know you don't drink, but we just go to the bar and we just hang out. We hang out with them. And then that's how you're going to get close to the boss. And that's how you're going to grow. And that's how you're going to become a a success and blah, blah, blah. I told this person, I said, no, I don't do bars. I don't do alcohol. That's not, that's not who I am. And and I'm not going to, if you, if I have to compromise what I believe to get, to get ahead, then I guess 
I just won't get ahead. But I believe that I'm not going to compromise and God is going to cause me to get ahead anyway. And by the grace of God, I did not compromise. Listen, whatever you compromise to get, you're going to have to compromise to keep. And so, so as you got to be careful not to compromise. If you're out here making compromises, say you're making concessions for the world. Okay, well, I'm a believer and this is what I stand for. But let me, let me, let me accept this. Once you accept it, then that's it. Now you're stuck. Now that's the expectation. And people are going to expect you to do that all the time. No, you have to take a stand. He said, I'm taking a stand. I refuse to compromise. When you take a stand, listen, uh, God will stand for you. Oh, I love this point. When you stand for God, God will stand for you. Say this, when I stand for God, God will stand for me. In the New Testament, Stephen took a stand and he refused to buckle under the pressure and he stood for Jesus. As a result, he was killed. He became the first Christian martyr. But the Bible says that while Jesus uh, was seated at the right hand of God to the Father, he's looking down and Stephen is taking a stand for Jesus on the earth and Stephen is being stoned to death because Stephen stood for Jesus. The Bible says Jesus stood up. Jesus stood for him. Listen, when you stand for God, God will stand for you. You are going to have to take a stand. Say, I take a stand. All right, you want to be a success? I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. I'm telling you, you want to become a success in God's eyes? There's some things you're going to have to take a stand and not move to the left nor to the right. Number seven, your faith positions you to embrace the grace of God, to experience the grace of God. Listen, since Daniel and his friends were willing to stand in faith, then the grace of God was on them to look better than everybody else, to perform better than everybody else, to operate on a greater level than everybody else. Listen, so you don't earn God's blessing. To be clear, it's the grace of God and the grace of God is free, but you do have to exercise faith. When you take a stand in faith, then the grace of God will be on you to experience God's best. You will operate on a greater level than everybody else. Why? Because it will be the grace of God doing it. Number eight and finally, the last one for today. I, went, I said a lot. This is the last point. Uh, when you live a life of faith and you tap into God's grace, you will get to operate in ways that far exceed anything that you ever imagined. Anything that you ever imagined. Ephesians 3 and 20 will be manifested in your life. When Daniel took a stand with his friends and they took a leap of faith, they accessed God's grace and they operated in, in a level that far exceeded anything that they could ever do. The grace of God will push you past the limits of your humanity. What I love is this. Since Daniel and his friends took a stand in faith for their diet, it would stand to reason that God would just manifest physical health in their bodies, right? Because it was about the diet, that God would make them look healthier than everybody else. But beyond that, God gave them wisdom and the ability to learn different kinds of writing and science, and he gave Daniel the ability to understand all kinds of visions and dreams. There are three parts of you, spirit, soul, and body. Let me just close with this. When you take a stand for God and live by faith, God can manifest the grace of God in all three parts of you. Let's talk about body. I'm gonna do body, soul, spirit as I close. Body, the grace of God can empower you to be healthy and strong, destroying sickness, disease, malady, and infirmity. Say this, say sickness has no power over me. Every bacteria, virus, disease, germ that attaches itself to my body has to die instantly in the name of Jesus. Every system of my body will function in the perfection in which Christ Jesus created it to function. I will live long and strong and declare the works of the Lord by the grace of God. My physical body is healthy. Say amen to that. All right, your soul. The grace of God can give you supernatural wisdom in your soul. Your soul is your mind, your emotions, and, and will. So he can give you wisdom, revelation, and understanding. The revelation that God gives, gives you, watch this, it can exceed your education and your experience. God will give you downloads 
from above and you will operate with a level of wisdom that exceeds your education and your experience. And then lastly, in your spirit. Not only the grace of God is in my body, not only the grace of God is in my soul, but the grace of God is in my spirit. God can give me access to spiritual gifts that enable me to do things that only God can do. I can see things. Watch this. Say this. Say, I can see into the future. Ooh, that's a good one. Say this. Say, I can discern the intents of people's hearts, right? That's a good one. Watch this. Say, I can understand visions and dreams. I, I, I can, know, watch this. I know what to do in every situation. So, so I can connect with people on a supernatural level. Why? Because I'm operating in spiritual gifts and it's all about the grace of God. This is not about me. I'm talking about supernatural success. God gave me so much for you this morning. I packaged it all up. I released it to you and now it's ready. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Man, there was a lot here. You might need to listen to this again. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about grace-based success. I live by faith every day and in every way because I live by faith and I pursue your will for my life and not my own. You grace me to do what I can never do without you. By grace, you give me access to wisdom, revelation, knowledge, and understanding. By grace, you download things from heaven into my heart and mind. So I operate with uncommon wisdom. I have wisdom that exceeds my years and education. This wisdom propels me far beyond my peers. And you release it to me freely to do what I'm birthed to do. I live by faith. You bless me by grace. And so I become a conduit of your life and your light and your love on this planet. As I enter into this day, you speak through my vocal cords, you think through my mind, you operate through my limbs. Your power and your nature will be seen on the earth through me. I decrease that you would increase. You flow through me and I experience phenomenal and supernatural success. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Man, I I don't know how I got through all of that. God gave me so much for you this morning. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting my notes, I give you my notes for free. Go to todaysword.org. Sign up, todaysword.org. Click on the big red subscribe button. Get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, do me a favor, two things. If this message was a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina.
And then lastly, I published a book and several journals, and we also have Grace Life Gear. You can find all of that information at rickpina.co. Go to rickpina.co, and that's your one-stop shop to be able to access all of the products and apparel that we have available for you. Thank you for being a blessing to us, and we pray that we continue to be a blessing to you.